This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 52, Eagles Week 4 Review. And in this episode, we've seen our team fight in OT and get that dub. This was a divisional game that we needed. We did get it on the hands of a late field goal in overtime. And in this pod, I break down what the offense looked like, what the defense looked like, and our matchup in week five against the Rams. And so sit back and relax. Let's get it. Eagles week four review, Eagles 34, Washington Commanders 31, we got the dub in OT, which I knew this game was going to be a tough game because it was a divisional game, but the type of defense that we were playing was terrible, and yes, our secondary has a lot of injuries, and I hope that we will get some reinforcements in the coming weeks. But, oh, my goodness, we made Sam Howe look like he was that nice. And this week, Sam Howe against the Bears turned back into a pumpkin. Come on, man. Sam Howe, 29 for 41, 290 yards, one touchdown. Brian Robinson, Jr., 14 carries, 45 yards, 3.2 yards a carry. Sam Howe was just running around when nothing was open. Six carries, 40 yards, 6.7 yards a carry. Antonio Gibson, six carries, 19 yards, 3.2 yards a carry. Come on. The line was doing their job. It was like when nothing was there, Sam Howe would get out of Dodge. When it was a 3 and 11, 3 and 13, we playing soft coverage. Easy throws for him. When he played against the Bears, they ain't make nothing easy. They were switching up coverages making them confused and all of that. I don't understand what type of coverage that we were in where it was soft, too soft. Terry had eight receptions, 86 yards, 
10.8 yards of receptions. Curtis Samuel, seven receptions, 51 yards. D. Brown, two receptions, 51 yards. Logan Thomas, three receptions, 41 yards. Curtis Samuel had a rushing touchdown. Dotson had a receiving touchdown. It was just a lot of things that was broken down. Like, it was broken coverage. I don't. I didn't understand it. Didn't understand what the hell we were doing against them. What did save us was the offense. The offense was cooking. Jalen Hurts, 25 of 37, 319 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's coming into getting comfortable. He's coming into his own this season. He was rusty the couple, the first three games. You've seen him getting comfortable. DeAndre Swift, 14 carries, 56 yards, four yards a carry, a touchdown. We ain't need him this game. We did not need him. Jalen Hurts ran a little bit, nine carries, 34 yards, 3.8 yards a carry. Kenneth Gainwell got in the game four carries, 14 yards, 3.5 yards a carry. But the man of the hour, the man of the game, player of the game on offense was A.J. Brown. He was cooking. The Washington Redskins was zoning up one side of the field and then playing A.J. Brown one-on-one. Single coverage. One-on-one. You can't play him like that. And the reason being is he's one of the best in the league. And people still don't give him respect. They had Emmanuel Forbes on him. All game. Following him around and all of that. Emmanuel Forbes is like 160 pounds. 6'3", I think. But you can't put him on A.J. Brown. You need a bigger corner stronger corner to be on A.J. Brown. But how he's playing this year, you can't have single coverage on him. He's beating anybody right now. You can't play on top of him. He's beating you with his speed. You try to jam him. He's too strong for that. He's beating you off that. And then his route running, he's cooking people. He's beating people with double moves. So you play off him. Slant route. You know he's the best with the slant route. Cooking you with the slant. You give him a little space. He beating you over the top. If you let him run free. He beating you over the top. He's beating double coverage. Because the safety came over this game. And when you have a quarterback like Jalen Hurst. That can fit the ball. Anywhere on the field, he fits it right between the corner and the safety. And I guess that was zone coverage. Whatever it was, it fit. Boom. Got it. On to the races. Then the two receivers, OZ and Smith, blocked great, great blocks down the field. So what are you going to do against this guy? And then once you start rolling coverage over to A.J. Brown, then it's going to open up. 
Dallas Goddard. It's going to open up Devontae Smith. And in this game, Devontae Smith had seven receptions, 78 yards. But A.J. Brown had nine receptions, 175 yards, 19.4 yards of reception, two TDs. Dallas Goddard had this catch. And it was over the outstretched arms of the defender. Oh, my gosh. Jalen Hurts was in his bag this game. For real. He was in his bag. And when they needed a play, he made a play. When he when the team needed a play, they made a play. We needed a score. We sh- The only thing in this game that we should have done, but we did score on it, was run the clock out in regulation and then kicked the field goal and then we would have got out of there with no OT because our defense was playing trash. But I thought our defense in OT, when they needed to stop, they got to stop. Reed Blankenship got to stop on one of the best receivers in the NFL. And we got to stop when we needed it. But let's go back to the play where it was tied up and they needed to score. The play was just to get a first down. Jalen Hurts seen the dude playing A.J. Brown, seen Emmanuel Forbes playing A.J. Brown one-on-one. Oh, that's a cook fest. He checked out of it, and the rest is history. A.J. Brown burnt him. He ain't had no help over the top. Smoked him. A.J. Brown looked faster than last year. A.J. Brown looked stronger than last year. What they going to do with him, I'm calling it right now, he the best receiver in the league. Hands down, he does everything. And we not talking about us trying to get him open. Moving him to the tight end spot, moving him in motion, doing all these little trick, this trickery to get him open. No. Ain't no trickery. He's beating people. He's getting wide open. He's, oh my goodness, he's cooking you. His hands is crazy, catching everything almost out there. They getting into this groove, man. And when they getting into this groove, what are you going to stop? Are you going to have someone Rolling over to the side of A.J. Brown, it's going to open everybody else up. Are you going to try to stop the pass? Then the running game going to kill you. The only thing I'm concerned about is the secondary at this point. The linebackers, they came to play. Nicholas Morrow had 10 tackles, three sacks. Yeah, three sacks. Zach Cunningham had nine tackles. Reed Blankenship, four tackles. Hassan Reddick got his first sack. Sweat had a sack. Like, the front four is doing their job. The linebackers are doing their job. They still can't cover the tight end, but they still handling their business. The only thing I got a problem with is the back end. But we will have some reinforcements coming back. And we just signed Roby. So you can slide him into the slot. 
Move Bradbury back to the outside. Now you have a little bit of continuity in the back end. But my main concern is that other safety position. Terrell Edmonds is trash. Right now, how he's playing. And he can't play free safety. He don't got the coverage ability. He's a better, strong safety, which that's what he played his whole career. But in the back end, he don't got it. He made a few plays during these first four games, but we just don't need a few plays. We need you to be solid back there. Because most of the time, Reed Blankenship, sometimes he's one-on-one with receivers and he's handling his business. But Terrell, oh, man, you getting cooked out there, bro. And I understand it. New system, new situation. But that one safety position opposite of Reed Blankenship, yeah, we need something. And I know we're getting a few people back this week, but I don't even know if that's going to help. I think we just need, we need Brown back there. Sidney Brown need to start at safety. That's what I'm thinking. And that's what I hope in the near future. But a trade for Buda Baker, that would change the defense immensely. And you got Roby coming in, playing nickel. Then you put Bradbury back outside and you already got Slay. Yes, sir. That right there will solidify this defense. And you already stopping the run. Yeah. And we know Buda Baker plays everywhere over the field. He can play the back end. He can play up on the line. He can stick tight ends. He can do anything you want your safety to do. He can do it. And if we can get him, oh, my goodness gracious. So this week coming up, week five, we play the Rams. The Rams is getting their all-pro receiver back. They already got the rookie receiver killing them. Oh, my gosh, smashing them. They have a good quarterback, but that defense, they have a player on defense, Donald, that – it's very, very dominant. So you got to watch where he's at at all times. But how this offense was clicking last week, I don't know what they're going to do. They might want to stop the pass, but I don't think you can do it because Jalen Hurts is in a zone right now. This game is on the road, and you know Eagles fans travel, but I think we can come out with the win. I really do. And how the offense is playing right now, I just think the offense has to carry this team a little bit until we get people back on the field, incorporate the new players that we signed or new player that we signed in Roby. And I'm really hoping that the Eagles do trade for Buda Baker because if we get Buda, yeah, it's a wrap. I'm telling you. The, the defense, it would, it would just, him on the Eagles defense, running free, using them as a chess piece. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. And this week, 
against the Rams, we will be without Fletcher Cox. And that just means more Jalen Carter, more Milton Williams. And that's what you want out. The young boys just got to have to play more. They have to play more. Hassan Reddick, I think Hassan Reddick's going to have a big game this game. And we'll see. Maybe you can throw Brandon Graham in that tackle. You know, he don't care where he play at as long as he play. But we'll see this week. I really think that the Eagles might win 27-20. That'll be good going into week six undefeated. We'll see. But with that, people, it's a rat one. So that was episode 52, Eagles week four review. And in this pod, I broke down why did the Washington Commanders go up against A.J. Brown in single coverage? You can't play a number one receiver or one of the best receivers like that in the NFL. Also, the offense getting back on track. Jalen Hurts, he was in his bag, but the defense showed that they cannot stick the pass or cover the pass. And that's one of the things that we have to get better if we do want to make it deep. So with that, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.